Dak Prescott inking a four-year, $160 million deal. What does this do to my CD Lamb predictions? Absolutely nothing. CD Lamb is going to be a top five wide receiver. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty! What does this do to my CD Lamb predictions? Absolutely nothing. We all knew that. If you're watching my show, you know we've been beating that drum from the beginning of January, probably November, if we look back. Uh, CD Lamb is going to go crazy. I know a lot of Amari Cooper truthers out there are like, don't forget about my boy Amari. I'm not saying Amari can't have a Cortland Sutton type career alongside of a CD Lamb, but get something straight. CD Lamb is the number one option in Dallas, and he's going to be a top five wide receiver, and Dak Prescott is going to make it happen. This is great news for uh, Zeke Elliott owners because it gives Zeke room to run, potentially. And uh, I I do have my concerns about Zeke maybe losing a step. Did the has the mileage added up? We'll find out. But I think if you if you cuff Zeke to Tony Pollard, who you can you can easily get. You need to reach an an entire round to make sure you lock that situation up. But if you get the super handcuff, and there are only four or five super handcuffs in the NFL, if you get the super handcuff, Pollard, cuff him to Zeke. You've got top five to six running back production on the year with your 16 individual starts using those two assets in your lineup. Now, where do you take them? I've seen them go as high as six. People still believe in them and take them high. Or I've seen them fall all the way to eight, nine, ten, which is usually the range you're like, okay, I gotta take them. And you might not necessarily even believe in them or you worry about them. But I think at, at seven, eight, nine in one league, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all in and, and just cuff them to Pollard. I'm, I'm grabbing Pollard no matter what. Kenny Galladay and Aaron Jones not tagged. We didn't want Galladay staying in, in Detroit anyway, catching balls from Goff. We want him with Watson or a better quarterback. And I've been predicting all offseason long, one of Galladay and A-Rob would be playing alongside Robinson. Since A-Rob was tagged, that means Watson's got to go to Chicago to make that happen if it's A-Rob. And Kenny Galladay, maybe they they go together somewhere. Godwin tagged. I don't know if I love that. Uh, A lot of people hate it. I can tell you that right now. People don't like that crowded wide receiver room. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. In Tampa, and I can't say I blame anybody for worrying about Godwin. Although, if his value's right, I think I'd invest in him. If he can be your low-end wide receiver too, I don't hate that. I do see why he's in a void for some people. Aaron Jones is the interesting one here. The the curious case of Aaron Jones. Look, Green Bay says, hey, we want him back. 
But not tagging Aaron Jones must mean they don't feel like he's worth the average of the, the top five or six, seven running backs in the NFL. And that tells you that they don't want to pay big money. Now, I don't think Aaron Jones will find the market he's looking for, but all it takes is one team. I don't think Arizona can afford it, nor do I think they would pay out the big bucks, but maybe he lands in Miami. Maybe he lands somewhere like that, and I could see that being a good environment for Aaron Jones. Maybe Seattle is willing to buck up and pay some bones to get that boy in that lineup running footballs up the middle, making Russell Wilson want to stay. We'll see what happens there. But I will say my cautionary tale for Aaron Jones is this. He's a touchdown-dependent guy that's been ultra-productive in a Green Bay attack that's fed him massive amounts of touchdowns. Touchdowns you don't see in other offenses when you're not running barely over a thousand yards a game. Now, am I saying that Aaron Jones isn't a good running back? No, but he's always been an off-injured guy. And if he's going to get hurt getting more carries, what happens when he goes to Miami where he can't get the touchdowns that made him a superstar in Green Bay and he has to make up for the lack of touchdowns? Maybe he still gets seven or eight. He has to rush for 1,400 yards. Will an Aaron Jones, who's often injured, who's not asked to run for more than 1,000 yards in a Green Bay offense, be able to transition over and become a 1,400-yard back and stay healthy? I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think the odds are stacked against him to stay healthy at a 1,400-yard usage volume. Either way, what an interesting day in the world of fantasy football. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about and break down and digest. So comment below with what your thoughts are about all of this and what you predict to happen with Watson, with, with all the other players that are on the move looking for homes and the rookies comment below subscribe if you're new and head on over to smitty1.com where you can find all my content the links to my podcast sleeperu.com my news site get your news from me tell your grandma tell your friends tell everybody about the show this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty!